come with us. When you wish upon a star. Come and remember the magic. What's up, all you rad dudes and dudettes? Welcome to 90s Disney, your podcast for everything about Disney in the 90s. I'm your host, AJ Minotti, joined by my brothers, Mike Minotti. Hello. And Chris Minotti. Why is he always first? I'm older. Yeah, yeah that's, true. that's literally why. <laughs> and I'm better. No. <laughs> yeah. New father, Chris Minotti. Well, yes. new again. You you have other children. Yes. Hey, you have wow. a baby. Other than work, this is the first time I left the house, I think, since really? the baby came. <laughs> you were at karate this morning. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> yes. There well, are other children. Congratulations. McCart- McCartney. Uh, what's her real name? Claire. Claire. That's a McCartney Claire. Claire. McCartney Claire. What's her yeah. social security number? Yeah. I don't know. But we do have it. <laughs> <laughs> what's her mother's maiden name and the color of her first car? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, well done, Chris. Yes, you did so it. I'm a little tired, but we'll so through. so we made you do the episode. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, we didn't think this through, but you did say you were gonna do it. Well, I, I kept waiting for him to be like, could someone else do it? He never no. said. No, so. you did it. You did no. it. So Chris, what are we Not talking back about? Back and down. What are we talking we're about? We're gonna this month? talk about Disney Vacation Club and its first resort, uh, later known as Old Key West. Very cool. And you are, in fact, a Disney Vacation Club member, a card-carrying member wow. of the club. I didn't realize I was sitting with somebody famous. I mean, like royalty, basically. <laughs> yeah, right? Like you just, I mean, you just ride on people's coattails. You ride on Jeff Grubb's coattails. Now you're riding on Chris's. You're not wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad way to live. You should try it. You're literally riding on a plane with me to, to, on our next right. EVC Chris, trip. you should wear yeah. a coat with tails so Mike can sit on the bundle. Oh, I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, Chris. Boy. Anyway, take, take me back to December of 1991. Yes, so December 1991. One of our, at least growing up, love this movie. Still love this movie, right? And people don't like it. Apparently. I don't get it. Uh, so I, it's like a so it's Hook. It's, it's Hook. Hook. Yes. Hook was the number one movie for December 1991 because it's good. And oh, it's like this thing where we all thought it was good because we were kids, and apparently there's there's like a generational thing there where like. The, the older people at the time who were also on board with, like, E.T. or, like, Spielberg's other stuff thought that, like, Hook was a miss from him. Right. And it, that, that does, like, I, I guess I get it that it's not as good as, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark. But it's not the same thing. I mean, if you're even, like, I don't know. Like, I don't understand. What, I love like, it. What's the complaint with that movie? I'm not sure. It's great. I, I Groundbreaking guess. visual effects, incredible musical score, um, incredible amazing music. performances. Incredible music. It's Rob like, Williams. Amazing a, set design. Like, yeah. what do you want? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a good, I'm know. not even sure what like the criticism is supposed to be. But yeah. yeah, like if you look at like Rotten Tomatoes, like what critics said back in the day. And it, like again, it wasn't like it made like over 100 million, maybe just barely, but not a giant hit. So uh, yeah, that, that it is bizarre that it wasn't. Uh, it's not yeah. universally. Lo- it's not like in it the Spielberg. Shock. It's not in the Spielberg canon. The same way, like Jaws, E.T., Indiana Jones, right. and, and for us, maybe just some people. Yeah. Movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a num- very good uh, Super Nintendo game, by the way. Yes. yes. Oh, the flying in that game is phenomenal. Also, I just found out an arcade beat 'em up game, which I need to emulate. What? Like a, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's great because you can play as uh, Peter Pan or like some of the Lost Boys, Rufio, the oh, big man. one. Uh, but once, once we get those Steam decks, we'll be right. playing. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, number one song at this time was Black and White by Michael Jackson. Man, I thought that was a later Michael Jackson yeah. song. I didn't oh, know about sick. this one as a kid, I feel like. I feel like I only learned about this one when they started playing all of his like hits after he died. Yeah, I was like, "What's black?" Oh, this is like a tertiary hit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you recognize it now. Yeah, you recognize it. Yeah, they played on the radio all the time yeah. now. I feel like and something significant to us, but maybe not a ton of other people. Christmas Carol, starring Patrick Stewart as his one man show, closed on in this month. Oh, this he is did, when he did his this first run with that. Yep, he did yeah, he's, do- he's done it again since. The initial um, run, not yeah. in a while, but and then they also did a film version of it starring him in '99 or so. Aside from the Muppets, it's my favorite version of a Christmas yes. Carol. Right. Yes, yes, yes. We talked about that probably in our Christmas Carol Muppet Christmas Carol episode. But my favorite versions are uh, the Patrick Stewart one and the Muppet one. I wish you guys would watch that Jim Carrey one again. <laughs> I say it every time. I love it. It's it's. The I've third seen a act, lot of the third act. I think the Mr. Movie. Magoo version's better. Yeah, than yeah, Mr. Magoo yeah. is good. Again, we've had this conversation. Go listen right, to anyway. that episode of the yes. show. This isn't Christmas time. I am we're... feeling Christmassy now. Yeah. <laughs> we have some Christmas hell. I know. Should have busted it out. Anyway, so like most things in the '90s here. 
what kind of usually, you know, is the... The instigator? The instigator for everything new that's coming. The Disney decade. It comes back and strikes again. So what's funny to me, and I didn't know this uh, for a while, originally Disney in 1983 was trying to find a way to get into the timeshare business. Chris, timeshare is a dirty word. It is a bad word. And still is to a lot of people. And you know, you know, we'll get to that here. But Disney, of course, was Disneyfying things and and doing things making it fun. They're, they're going to do it their own way. Mm-hmm. But uh, what are itchy and scratchy dollars? It's just like real money, but more fun. <laughs> <laughs> what are DVC points? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we'll like, get there. We'll get Timeshare time did like, in, especially in the eighties, it, it was like this kind of scummy business. Yeah. A lot of people use as a get rich quick scheme on some real estate and. Yeah, well, you know, the wait, idea was what is timeshare even? Yeah, so the the idea of a timeshare was that like you um you literally bought like a, a property, but you only had access to it a certain time of the year. So you know, there, there's that old uh, gagging here. We get Mondays through Wednesdays. You get Thursdays through Saturdays. We rotate Sundays, like that kind of thing. And uh, you know, a lot of people got ripped off from timeshare rentals because they right. buy this property, then all of a sudden like. They couldn't get any availability, or like they thought they're going to get to go in June. It's like, oh no, you can go in December, and it's like, but it's well, like, and, and they always purposely made it confusing, you know, to get the sale, obviously, mm-hmm. and then you read the fine print later on. But have you guys ever sat in like a timeshare, not Disney related, just like a timeshare, a meeting. regular timeshare? Well, no. no, that makes me think of the episode of South Park where they go to Aspen or something, <laughs> yeah, and all the right. adults are stuck and it's like stand. Up. <laughs> <laughs> family like Family Guy did it too, where everybody would get a boat if they uh, sat through the presentation, yeah, but Peter took the box, right? Mm-hmm. But even like I went. I mean, aside from Disney here, but I went on a trip with uh, my wife and another couple. They had a timeshare in Vegas. And even though they were already like owners of the timeshare, they still had to sit through. It was like a three hour meeting like one day. And like it was just part of like, you know, what you had to do, I guess, for whatever that was. What if they don't go to the the timeshare? Get out of here, I guess. There's just like there's this like scent of desperation around timeshares that it's, it can never shake off even when it does work and even when it maybe it's a good thing there's something about that's off well, if, you're, if you're like tr- like selling a traditional timeshare if you don't have it sold for 365 days you're losing money mm. right you know it needs to be yeah if you gotta fill it fill it up so yeah so this is back in 1983 they were looking you know for a way to do this you know you hear the word you just kind of cringe at the time and you know a lot of people still do so they shelved it they didn't find a you know a good way to really approach this yet uh, in comes Michael Eisner, and he sees the opportunity. You know, all around Orlando, there are timeshares. I mean, there's still a thing; people are buying them, and they're not getting a piece of that pie at all. People were using timeshares to go to Disney World. This is what Eisner right. did a lot of: is he just looked around at what else was happening in Florida or other places he just <laughs> happened to be at. Like we talked about that with the Disney Institute episode right. last month. He's like, we should do that. Well, <laughs> and famously with you know MGM Studios, MGM Studios, Animal stuff. Kingdom to, from uh, from Busch Gardens, there all this stuff. Right. So it was a you know huge opportunity in Orlando is an estimated $400 million business at the time. And this is, you know, at late eighties or whatever. Yeah. So they wanted a piece of that pie. Uh, income, a, a couple people here, some key players. There's a guy named Don Goodman and he was the vice president of real estate venture development. Uh, just real quick. He was with Disney for 19 years. And eventually became the president of Walt Disney Imagineering in April, 2000. Oh, mm-hmm. Good for him. Yep. So, Did he get to be president the whole time, or was it only on select dates? Rotated on a timeshare. I'm funny. So he saw that there was this huge opportunity, and really kind of talked, uh, you know, Eisner into, yeah, we could probably approach this and Disney fight and get rid of that negative connotation, you know, with the timeshare name. Uh, another guy, Peter Rummel, he was hired in 1985 as president of Disney Development Co. Uh, he was a key player in the development of uh, their livable community called Celebration. Hey, right now we didn't we 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 didn't sit through a timeshare meeting, but we sat through the whole Celebration that is pitch true. thing with our dad. Celebration when did we do that? Because I I do oh, vaguely remember this. I remember this really it had well. It had to be late nineties, maybe, maybe like ninety seven ish is what I'm what I would guess. Probably that, right around like the twenty uh, somewhere like right after the twenty fifth anniversary, if I was to guess. I remember it really well, surprisingly, because that whole area was weird because it was like pristinely clean like being in Disney would be, but also like an actual place where people Like live. the Truman Show. It was kind of right. like the Truman well, and Show. In, in recent news, they're kind of expanding on this in other places now. They're doing those Disney communities. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that, that, that's a whole that's thing. A whole Part thing. of me is like, is that just some blue sky thing to well, like, they sound really, good? Yeah, they started uh, wow. you know, digging, getting ready. 
But uh, so yeah, he was big on that. That was his kind of like claim to fame, even though it was really kind of around the same time. But but that was his big thing, uh, and he was essential in having Disney join something called the Resort Condominium International Exchange Network. Or Rickerin. <laughs> so, so really, they just kind of like at this thing, like learned the business of timeshares, you know, to to, and to kind of better understand what they could do uh, to make it their own. They had to sit through a three-hour timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> they just set Eisner to the same exact thing they show everybody else, and Eisner loved it. <laughs> he couldn't get it done. Like this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. But uh, we can Disneyfy it. <laughs> we can Disneyfy it. We'll just never say the word time. We'll give him a free fast pass. What's a fast pass? I'll talk to you about we'll that say, later. We'll figure that out. That's gonna be fantastic. Sorry, Greg. Uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so something that he Rumble here learned at this, uh, you know, whatever it was called. I bet you people thought this episode was gonna be boring. This time, yeah, at this at the timeshare extravaganza. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Like how they kind of get people to really buy these things is uh, it's called um, a network, like exchange networking. So you could, you know, you own that week or whatever at one place, but you're able to possibly go to another hotel and right. stay there when you want. Exchange net man, these buzzwords. Exchange networking. <laughs> exchange networking. <time-share. laughs> so so Rummel he he pitched the idea initially. They needed to have three or four locations to take advantage of this. Uh, but the initial kind of cost that that they were, he was thinking was three hundred million, which at the time, because this was still a gamble for Disney, they were like, "No, no, 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 that's too much. Let's just do one. Let's start with one resort, see what it's like, and you know, kind of go from there." So uh, the idea was shelved again, just you know, because they had to get that idea for one resort. And he came back <clears throat> with uh, the new idea here for this um, a new business entity to kind of handle the creation of this called the Disney Vacation Club Development Inc. Now this started in 1990. It's funny, like, you know, when you research this, there's so many different like organizations within the Disney right, organization. You don't realize that, that like how many subdivisions there are that are like separate companies. Right. And, and like eventually some of them merge into one, like that Disney Development Co. I saw merge into WDI eventually. Mm. Okay. But yeah, you do hear about a lot of these other ones. So there's another one, Disney Vacation Development. So this started in 1990. And this was used to house Rumble's idea um, for the initial resort, uh, any future planning that they need to do, and uh, where they would basically kind of get the construction bids um, from outside sources to how they're going to design and build this. Uh, we'll get to that here in a second, too. So Michael Eisner, Michael Eisner they, they, he's happy. They're going to announce this, uh, that they are working on their own timeshare. Uh, that he announced on January 14th, 1990. Man, right at the start of the Disney decade. Right. And it's funny because he, even in like the announcement, calls it shared vacation ownership. He never says the word right. timeshare. Mm-hmm. But what's funny, he wasn't like shy about saying they're not using it. So like the quote I have here, this is from Eisner. We didn't use the word timeshare. Not that we're afraid to use it. Sounds afraid. <laughs> yeah, right. Deflecting a little bit. We've hired the best people in the, in the industry to work for us. We feel that we can do it in a really attractive, honest, and capable way. And we're very excited about it. See, well, it's it's that same excited. honest way, again, because of the kind of scummy reputation. Yes. It's not a right. timeshare. You're just going to share your time yeah. <laughs> with, with points. other people. It's points instead of uh, you just get this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after the announcement uh, came from Eisner, they came up with the name Disney's Vacation Club. Um, and part of Eisner's kind of defense for getting into the business was amusement parks, you know, back in the fifties and all that, they were kind of had a crummy, you know, uh, recognition to run down rides and yeah. So their, yeah. So their reputation was bad, just like timeshare is now, but Disney's going to save it. They're going to save, they're going to save the the theme park of timeshares. This, yep, this is it. So they got the plans here. They have a, a site next to the Lake Bonavista golf course. It's a 150 acre site. And this was chosen as the location. Uh, Disney Development Company accepted proposals from several architect firms, and they kind of turned it into like a, a little design competition. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see some of those other designs. Yeah, and, right. Like, what they were going to do there. Uh, the, there are two winners. The winner for like the main residential portion with all the villas was called Bassenian Lagani. <clears throat> and then there was another winner uh, called Nag- Nagy Martin Architect- Architecture. Nagy, I know a Nagy. Nagy. Yes, there you go. Nagy Martin Architect- Architecture. 
And they were for like the clubhouse sales office, probably like the model, you know, all that stuff. Interesting. Up, up house stuff. Yeah. And they're both based out of Southern California. So they wanted like a uh, old Key West theme. Disney was kind of like, you know, that saying that's catchy. what. Very good delivery. Very dead dead. That they should revisit that later. <laughs> Continue, please. So they wanted this old Key West theme <laughs> with the style they described as turn of the century Victorian with a little Caribbean influence. Which sounds like a lot to me. So it's just, it's just, you know, when you think about the resort, it is a little bit of Caribbean beach resort. It's all there. Floridian, they do a fusion dance. <laughs> they they got what go. they wanted. <laughs> uh, originally, it was named the uh, Vacation Club Resort. Very original. You know, very exciting. Yeah. You know what you're getting. Yeah. You know what you're going to get. Uh, construction began in September 1990. And this, you know, so this opened December 91. So, you know, a year and a couple months. Man, this is great. They go. build stuff so fast back then, it, right? Isn't that crazy? I don't get it. Like, and they built Disneyland. I know a lot of it is like union codes and stuff, like being more strict. Uh, not that we're anti-union, we're pro-union here at ninety six, right? But, uh, but like, you know, you know, again, you just look at like, like how you know the Tron coaster took like what ten years to build. <laughs> and part, <laughs> yeah, that, now and, it's and, like, and I know part of that was like the pandemic, but even still, well, you, you know, man, yeah, everything just takes so long. I mean, the construction. Weird. Uh, a heck that's been happening at Future World for right? like almost a decade. It right. feels like it hasn't been that long, but it feels like a decade. So, and th- there we have some cool pictures here. Maybe yeah. we can kind of share here later. Yes, rendering oh, us on neat. Twitter. Right. Yeah. A nice rendering of uh, in 91 of kind of what it was going to look like here. Uh, the planned uh, phase one for uh, the Vacation Club Resort uh, was supposed to house 190 villas. <clears throat> a slight plan. There's we have a slight plan here too. It's kind of neat um, for the for the resort. Later, th- apparently, this was called Con- Conch Flats, and I really couldn't find that anywhere well, else. They had that general store. So, like that thematically, like the whole, like thematically, and there's like a whole there's like a relatively in depth lore slash uh, history to this resort. And you can even they used to before the pandemic. I don't know if they still do now. You can do like a history of the Conch Flats. Uh, like tour there that you can sign right. up for by the uh, check-in desk, but like the town that this resort is it's in like is supposed to be called Conch Flats. Oh, like, like the yeah. Let, let, let's sell this. Is it Conch or Conch? See, I think it's Conch. I, I thought Conch, but that's what we Piggy were watching said. some video and they said Conch. Conch. Remember? Piggy I think it's said, bit, I, I think it's a little tomato tomato. You know? Yeah. All right. But uh, settled. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's like you know I'm not settling. Yeah. You I mean if you go to like the government. They're not gonna. There's no town called Conk Flats here, but it's like a Meriwether Lewis thing, right? Right. According to the lore, yes. this, is, this takes place in Conk well, Flats. Well, everything in Disney has a story. So That's right. Part Especially of the story. here, they were really kind of, uh, really interested in those background stories that nobody would ever actually learn, but we would sometimes, and we would like it. When we there we go. Twenty some odd years later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, the preview center for this area was completed October seventh, nineteen ninety one. This would later be known as the Commodore House. Uh, guests were invited to come learn more about DVC and begin their initial sales in this building. And this that had to be a heck of a thing. Like, it's not done yet. There's nothing for you to see. You should totally buy into right. This. So, well, so I mean, I assume that the Commodore plan, House was like a. Was, so is this like? Well, if you look at the site plan here, and I know you guys can't see, but there's the uh, the Commodore House is in there next to Building 16. I see that. 16 is are like the model homes. Okay. So they had that done as well. That so you they could would tour. take you over to the model home right. from there. Okay. <laughs> or they would take you to like that reception area where like the restaurants and stuff were, even if it was under construction. To like, see, look at that. It's gonna be great. Right. Uh, so yeah, guests were invited to come come by here. And what's cool, and I'll, I'll skip ahead a little bit. If you guys go down, see that picture with that yellow bus. Yeah. The, so they would, <laughs> and Magic Kingdom and Epcot, there were like two kiosks, you know, that you could like learn about DVC. Yeah. If you wanted to learn more, like you know, past <laughs> this point, this is like the transportation they would use to get you to the Commodore. Uh, flats. Look at it. it's like this old school like yellow bus. How would you describe this vehicle, Edge guy? It looks like if the Hummer was invented in the forties. Yes, and yeah. stretched out a bit. Yes, Ex- yes, that is perfect, AJ. That is the best like description you've ever done. Thank you. Yes, it's that's super exactly cool right. Looking. Now, 
was the was the Magic Kingdom booth still like where it is now next to Haunted Mansion? <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> okay. Wow, you didn't do your research. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, now they have multiple. They have a zillion of. Yeah. I always remember that one in Grand Grand Floridian in that uh, little rotunda right by the entrance to the Grand original Floridian and Cafe yes, yes. and the original and the original reference for 1900 Parkway. Right. That thing said, yeah, that's, that's kind of where we first really learned yeah. about it. It's like, what is that? Dad's like, don't we don't talk to those people? Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna try to sell us something. <laughs> yeah, so guests were invited to come down. They would learn about you know the what this really worked, how this worked, and. You know, that it wasn't really a timeshare. It had this whole thing. It was a point-based system. Uh, and we'll talk about that more here as we well right now. So initially, the cost for a single point was $48. And that was the pre-sale-like cost before they opened. Soon it became 51 bucks for a point. Now, at 2017, this was about the time that I got DVC. It's $145 a point. Jeez. So like in like regular timeshares, like we said before, you just kind of schedule that week out and you have it. The point-based system, every year you get, let's say, 100 points to use. And like every – like the points fluctuate at each resort. So like, like one how day – How far your points go, yeah. Yeah, how far do you can like stretch them out. So like, you know, one day at this place maybe is like 10 points for a day. Right. You do like, you know, five days is 50. There's so many different factors, like what time of the year you're going, what right, hotel. Yeah, so it can really scale like around the holidays. Eventually a home be resort would become a thing. Right. Again, so we can and talk about every that. year you get 100 points, but you have to use them that year or you could bank from the, your current use here and borrow as well. So really you could at most have like a three-year range of points to use, which is really, and we'll get more into that, you know, kind of like how I use my DVC. Because that's kind of that's what I kind of do. So this may be jumping ahead a little bit, but if you like bought into this in 1991 at 51 dollars a point, that's not locked in. Like the point values fluctuate. No, no, your contract because it's like a 50 year contract too. You're, I, you're, you're still you're saying you're saying if someone still has their 1991 DVC membership, they're still getting the the, the rate that's a third cheaper than you are basically. As far as I am aware, I, yes, I'm pretty sure that is true because it hasn't changed for me. Why didn't our dad get this? Exactly. He could have given that, it to us. It, that's exactly right. <laughs> like, I mean, the cost for, for the number of points I mean for a trip may get bigger, so you have to buy more. But you so still like, have that that rate, right? Yeah, you still have that initial rate though. Wow. Jeez. So like maybe like it was five points for a day, you know, twenty years ago, and now it's fifteen or whatever. But your points still. But cost your point is still, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So I'm happy that I got it at the time I did because before all this stuff, yeah, well, the inflation has been crazy lately. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, so that's like the point based system. It, you know, it can be a little confusing. There's definitely a lot to learn. You're gonna have to get on one of these yellow Hummer stretch vehicles and go figure out more about it. So uh, back to kind of like, you know, the area in the 1991 time frame here, other than like the preview center, really like they didn't want to be that annoying, you know, like about this. Hey, here's our timeshares. What a different time. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's so different now. So the marketing for this is really pretty limited. Uh, they, they tried hard not to annoy guests with the constant DVC language. Come check this out. Uh, they had brochures at it, or all like the you know the regular hotel rooms and everything. Mm-hmm. And like we said, there's just two booths: one at Magic Kingdom and one at Epcot. And if you wanted to know more about it, you would take this uh, bo- this Hummer down. And- <laughs> Nothing for the Disney MGM peasants. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> I, I I do wonder because you have a picture of the logo here from 1991. Does do any of us have any idea why the logo is what it is with those three mountains? Well, it's funny you say that because shortly after this, a couple years, the logo changed to be two mountains. <laughs> what happened? But to one of the I mountains? don't know <laughs> why. I tried to figure it out. I could not find why it changed. Well, Florida is famous for its mountains. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like are they? But, but it wasn't part of the original because we watched some of the old videos. Well, they're always trying to be like you can go to different all places, kinds of places, and there's all yeah. these like vacations by Disney, and but still like those mountains are like central right there, and <laughs> they got rid of one randomly. Well, That's it, weird. I mean, it was everywhere. It was in all the t-shirts. All the well, even at the hotel, we're gonna talk about like that was the logo for the hotel, even still because it's just right. like Disney Vacation Club Resort, right? So, it, it, so if you took that van, like, did you just like walk around, or did you have to watch like, no, you, like a pitch so, or something? So you went into that the Commodore, uh, whatever house, Commodore house. You watched like this ten minute video, 
and then and that was kind of like the fun video like look at all the fun things you can probably do here. what we just watched yeah, right? yeah right exactly and then there were two additional like six minute videos of like the nitty-gritty how this works here's your points mm. you know how, how you let's talk money video yeah right so initially too and this was a success um Disney estimated that one out of four families that that visited the preview center purchased DVC. Yeah. That's a really good. Yeah. As yeah. someone who works in marketing, if I had a 25% conversion rate, I would be over <laughs> the moon. Like, you don't understand. That's an astronomical. Yeah, it's good. pretty crazy. I mean, I'm sure it helped. It's like, take this private bus and come check out this awesome new resort. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so in the first six months, they have 1,500 sales. Uh, first year, they estimated total around 50 million in sales. Uh, and one, and this may be a big reason why a perk back then was that your family had free theme park admission. And I'm sure there's some like caveats to that, but like, you know, how often you can go, whatever park yeah. hoppers, maybe not a thing and all that. But I mean, that that's Still, huge. Yeah. That's just included in the cost. Like, like, that's, yeah, if that was like right. around today, that'd be gigantic. Well, I like, I, I made this joke cause we, they, they showed the chart. It was like the number of tickets you got was based on the size of your room. So you still needed to probably buy a couple more tickets. But I, I just joke, could you imagine if Twitter was around when this went away? Oh, gosh. <laughs> the outcry. We were furious when they got Cutting rid of the free parking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, perk sadly ended December 31st, 1991. Just at the end of the Disney decade. Yep. Yes. So uh, for this park here to open of the planned 100 park hotel, uh, planned 190 villas, uh, there were 50 that were initially available on December 20th, 1991. Yeah, close. <laughs> but I mean, pretty... It, that's like, you know, the first week or whatever. Pretty quickly, they had multiple phases. Uh, by 1994, their third phase was complete. Uh, and it was pretty much all open. And 45% of the resort was sold at this point, 94. Now, do you know, but, could you still just book a room here like you can now? No, not back then. It was villas because they were just the villas. It was right. only through DVC. Like like you couldn't no, just I, be like, I just want to stay here for five days. I don't want to be a DVC Not on opening. That yeah. could have changed. Well, that did change eventually. I don't Some know point, when. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm 45. I'm, when you look at like an overview too of the area, it's huge. It's big, yeah. It's a, it's a big, you know. Very sprawling, very spread out. Yes. It's a lot like, so like those moderate resorts they were building around this time, like Caribbean Beach. They're all very spread yeah, out and sprawling. They're not tall at all. They're all they're yeah. just three stories, but they're just you know yeah, really, really spread out. So how how has this place changed? Uh, Vacation Club Resort. The biggest thing in 1996, they renamed it to Disney's Old Key West, and this is because right before this, they opened their next um, DVC resort at Vero Beach. And have you guys ever seen that? This anything? is at Hilton Head, right? No, no, no. This is the one that's still in, in Florida. Yes. Oh, what's the Hilton Head one called? That's... Um, oh, I forget. But yeah, so this is... Yeah, but Vero Beach is just a beach in Florida. Yeah. Right. Okay. Florida. Okay. Yeah. I mix myself Which up. is still around, but it's not very popular, I it's guess, like from what I've heard. It's still a DVC Interesting. resort. I mean, it's like if I'm going to use my DVC points to do something besides Disney World, it's probably not just to also do something else in Florida. Right. And, and they, like, just from what I remember looking this up a while ago, they were kind of hoping it was still... In proximity enough to Orlando, like people would just like, like oh, we're gonna go there yeah, for we'll a couple a, days, right? Yeah, take a little two, three hour jaunt or whatever. Oh, the, it's just called the Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. I thought it had like a name. Yeah, I thought so too. But the answer because a lot of, like the the we know that the Hawaii one has a name, right? And we've driven by that before, but we've never. Gone I've ahead. been in it. Oh, have you? Yeah, when uh when we were in Hilton Head for spring break, um, I just told my buddies like, hey, like I'm gonna go for a drive for a little bit, and I drove. To, it's it's not beachfront. Um, because there's it's no beachfront property hill, it faces the bay, yeah. right? Like, towards, like towards the mainland, and I remember like I walked inside. It's not a huge lobby or anything. I just wanted to look around, and the lady behind the front desk, she's like, "Welcome home, sir. How can I help you?" And I was like, "I'm just here to walk around. I'm not staying here. Is that cool?" And she's like, uh, "Sure, okay." I was like, "Okay, thank you." I, I kind of remember like because when we drove around it, it seems very non Disney. I mean, it's it's just it's a nice hotel, You're right? Basically. It's just you know, a hotel. It's got like a cool pool. Mickey's throwing around, but not being on the beach is kind of like a. Yeah, why I mean, would I it, stay it, here? It's, it's there's a beach, but it's not facing the ocean. Or the ocean, it's, right? It's the bay, so right. you're not getting like you know the Atlantic, right? And, and really, the only other kind of big thing that happened here was in in 1998 they were they were finally running out of availability for their villas, so they tore down the Commodore House. And they made made way for three more entire uh, buildings, structures. So oh, wow. they were able to add a lot in that little space. Yeah, I guess it was doing well. Yeah. So this was 98 or, or 96. They had Vero Beach. Uh, 
to today's standards, I'm the DVC is a huge success. You can kind of see this chart here that I have all the DVC resorts now. Um, and it's even at the point where, like, like all the big hotels, like uh, um, Contemporary, they have their own DVC. Yeah, let's, let's go through this real quick. Yeah, yeah. There's so, some neat stuff in here. So, yeah, look, I should have looked at this chart you had, Chris, because it shows Vero Beach and Hilton Head Island. So Vero Beach was October 1st, 95. Hilton Head was March 6th of 96. Okay. And then the Boardwalk Villas were right. sooner than I remembered. Right. And at, we... At, at, uh, November, or July 1st, 1996. We stayed at the Boardwalk, Boardwalk Villas not too long after they opened. Right, but not through DVC though. No, we not just booked. It. Well, that's the trip our grandpa came with us, so right. we needed a bigger space. Yeah, there were six that's of still us. one of my most memorable trips. Yeah, when we went well, there. Trip. and it was cool because for us, we were on the first floor, right when you opened the bow. The there was a quiet door. There was yeah. a quiet pool. There was and, like that little like casual house. Yeah, thing. I think we talked about before this. Like they had this little like like uh, activity room like building across from the pool, <laughs> and it had like a ping. It had a ping pong table. A Sega Saturn. It had a Sega Saturn with Fighters Mega Mix, and you can rent movies. And there were like a bunch of kids our age there. Yeah, it was right. fun. It was a, good, it was a lot it was a of cool fun. Vibe. It was cool yeah. Vibe. So then after that is the Boulder Ridge Villas. Uh, what are those? That's just the villa. That's what they call the villas at um, Wilderness Lodge. Okay, so yeah, this is November fifteenth, two thousand. Then the Beach Club Villas uh, were man two thousand two. I thought I thought that was old. way. I think I guess that's right, but I thought it was later. But yeah, I guess those are have been there for. Uh-huh. We stayed here quite a bit because this is our dad's uh, home resort yeah. for his DV- <laughs> DVC. Now uh, these are very nice. They have a really cool kind of entrance area with like that salon and everything like that. Yeah, that cool little yeah. mermaid. Plus, uh, it's nice. You're, you're still just at the beach club. You have access to the pool. You're yeah, right. right. You're it, right by Epcot still. Yeah. Well, heck, you're even closer. There's that little like back entrance thing. It's incredible how close you are to Epcot there. But we, you know, we talked about the Beach Club before, just how much we like it. But the villas, yeah, they are uh, very nice. So Saratoga Springs is after that on when, when did 2004, di- May 17th, 2004. Do you remember when did Disney Institute close? Go listen to our Disney Institute. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering I'm gonna, how, how, how. It was quick. It was like two years. It wasn't much. So, I, yeah, I wonder how long it took to for this to become DVC. Though. Yeah, I've ragged on Saratoga Springs probably enough on this show. But you have, but is. they do have the tree houses, which is the, the tree houses are great. But that's like almost that was, that predates them even. Right, right. Uh, so then after that is Animal Kingdom Villas, July second, two thousand seven. Chris, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be learning more about these soon, thanks to the, <laughs> your coattails. Yep, yep. The, we'll the, talk the, about that here. DVC. And then, man, I can't believe the, this has already been around this long. The Bay Lake Tower at the Contemporary Resort opened on August 4th, 2009. I remember when they were building those and being like, oh, no, they're ruining the yeah. Magic Kingdom Resort skyline. It's always important <laughs> to, like, remember things like this to keep some things in perspective. Because at right. the time, I was like, all right. It is weird because it was like the Contemporary was such a mainstay. It's like, oh, they're just building another Contemporary next to the Contemporary? Are they right. allowed to do that? Right. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Law against that? Mm-hmm. And then Alani is the next one. And this I is stayed the Hawaii. here. And this opened in August 29th, 2011. Chris, tell us about Alani. Um, it is kind of like the Hilton Head in a way where it's it's just a hotel, like a, an amazing hotel that's, you know, obviously Disney-fied. But for, you know, a newly married uh, husband and wife, there's a lot of, like, kids' activities and, and stuff like that. But it is it's incredible getting there. But so are a lot of other Hawaii because you states like the Royal Pacific is that what it was called? World no, um, Grand Walalea. Grand Walalea. Sorry, sorry. That yeah. that was in Maui. This was in Oahu. Mm-hmm. Um, but you liked? Didn't you like the other one more? I did. I, I did. I yeah. This is definitely more for families. Which and it's it's amazing. It's a Disney hotel in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But if you were going to Hawaii with just like you know your significant other, I probably wouldn't really sure. stay here. But it's still great. You skipped uh, the villas of the Grand Californian. Oh, I'm sorry. September of 2000. Yeah, the only one in uh, Disneyland. Is that the? Is that it? I guess so. Now again, your does your vacation club get you in there? It's all one club, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. you can get into any of these. Nice. They, they were, and the adventures by Disney and the uh, cruises. Oh, that that one hotel that was going to be like an X shaped where the movie theater was in downtown Disney and Disneyland mm-hmm. was that going to be uh, DVC? I don't think I don't so. It was supposed to be like high end, high tier. Yeah, and then they found like gas pipes or something, and they had to cancel that. So after Lonnie is the villas at the Grand Floridian, mm-hmm. August twenty third, two thousand thirteen. We have stayed at this. This these are. They're nice, but they're also, I tell you, they did a good job. Like, so unlike the Bay Lake Tower, this just like thing. weird. Yeah, this feels like it was just always more there. Grand Floridian. Just more yeah. Grand Floridian. Really, I couldn't even point them out, I don't think. I guess they're just the first buildings when you drive yeah, up. Yeah, the first building. It has like, it has like a, a like a Mary Poppins themed lobby. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yes, I recall. 
it's funny how like there's a big Mary Poppins thing going on with the Grand Floridian. <laughs> I never got Victorian, that. Victorian, I guess. Yeah. But uh, Polynesian village uh, villas and bungalows Ooh, was baby. in August or April first, twenty fifteen. Not an April Fool's. That's joke. a bucket list thing. There. Yeah, the bu- someday just the one bungalows. night. If I retire, well, that's so. It's interesting. There, people complain because a lot of people do just do a, a night there. Yeah, and like they get upset if the room's not ready at three, right? Because you're literally, like, you know, you're you are counting this trip by less than twenty four hours. Yeah, right. in at three out of eleven, you know, if you don't get in your room till four o'clock, you've yeah, lost a gone. fairly significant portion of your stay. Sure. <laughs> then uh, the Copper Creek Villas and Cabins is here at these cabins, cab- these cabins do look July nice. July seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. It's interesting how so there's they were going to make that reflections by Disney and that was going to have DVC stuff. Uh, well, that was all the Pocahontas like Gwen thing. Yeah, and it was going to be where River Country is, and then that yeah. somehow got canceled. And, and now well, that was the COVID thing that got canceled. But yeah, now COVID instead thing. of that, they're going to just build another DVC tower at Polynesian, is what they're, t- they're right. talking about very recently, which is mm-hmm. the new controversy. Man, those those bungalows, those cabins, it, it's insane when you do like play around with like your points. And, yeah, like like, like when you last like what would be like a night there? Okay, well, so so when I was looking for a trip here now, I have seven, I only have seventy five points, so I don't have a lot. That's not a lot at all. But like I said, we only we do a trip every three years with our points. So I bank one year, have the use here, and borrow from the following. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get we're we're gonna go on a trip with our DVC in November. Uh, my family, which is five of us now, uh, you, Mike, and Yay. mom, and you guys are coming too, but you're staying We're somewhere doing else. our own thing, yeah. But that was that was 175 points, and that was only for five four four nights, five days. Four nights, five days at the bungalows was like 550 points. Oh my god! So it's like it's insane, and the cabins are right up there too. Yeah. So those two are like the deluxe places to stay. They're like yeah, they're like special, and and they are special. You know, they just, I guess deserve to. <laughs> To be that or whatever, but man, it, it would be sweet someday. Some point, someday there. we'll try it. Maybe we'll see. I, I kind of wonder if they're thinking of other like like that level of in, an individual little like building. Yeah, I don't know if they're as interested in that as they are in more towers. Like what they're going to do, right? Yeah, because the capacity. capacity they're going to yeah. do something with that river country land at some point. I don't know if it's going to be reflections or what, but yeah. But yeah. Well, let's uh, let's well, let's uh, pick Chris's brain here. Well, he, bit, he had one little one more bullet point we didn't quite say here, where the he, the estimated annual revenue for Disney Vacation Club is roughly one hundred and eighty nine million dollars, and it has about five hundred and eighty nine total employees. And, you know, there's yeah. a lot of things that Disney did that don't work out. We talked about uh, uh, Disney, Institute. Disney Institute. We talked about Disney Quest. This did work out. Yeah, they their Disneyfication of timeshares worked. Right, like this is still here. It's still a thing people talk about a lot. So. They're still expanding on it. Yeah. I mean, every few years we're going to be getting a new DVC hotel. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's it's also kind of not risky in a way because like if for some reason they decide the timeshare things are working out, they still just have hotels. Yeah. <laughs> so you can also that. But yes, Chris, tell us a bit about your DVC so, kind of so experience. I remember it was the trip when we all went that you guys went to the pitch meeting for this right no no this was the trip or when did so you, when before did you do before our second child was born my wife and i took a trip and i've talked about this before to, to the french quarter and we did the half marathon the star that's wars right. half okay, marathon that's right. now is this after me and you went to uh old key west is that what kind of i think yes it was after and maybe because yeah, crystal wasn't pregnant then yeah and maybe we should talk about that like first that me me you and your wife and your your youngest uh child right to Oldest, go to so aj Oldest, you, you yeah. have a friend and like thinking about this now that I have DVC points, he literally was like, "I have these points. I'm going to lose. Who wants a trip?" Yeah, he, oh. he reached out to me and was like, "Hey, I'm going to lose these points at the end of the month. I can't use them. I don't want to even have to go through the whole rigmarole of trying to sell them. I don't have time. Do you Which and your family want to go?" And we just—it it was just too short notice, too too quick. We had twins. It was like yeah, it was like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and it was like I just—I'd want to, but I can't. But do you care if I maybe ask my brothers if they're interested? He said, no, not at all. And so you jerks. So me. We have one kid. Yeah. Me, Krista, my wife, my daughter, Abby, who was two at the time. Maybe not even. No, man, not even no, two. younger than that, yeah. Yeah, she was and, young. And you came, Mike. Yeah, and, I did. And it was a three-day trip. It was great. <laughs> it, it was, And it was Abby's first time going and everything. And it was great, because like, we barely even ever thought about Old Key West before, because it was the DVD. We had never play. been there. I never even stepped foot in like the no. property. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah. it was great. I it, loved it there. We found a lot of little hidden gems, stuff that people apparently love that we never even knew about, yeah. like Olivia's. Everything is so cozy. Even the little like reception area with that fake like library is really cozy. Right. Olivia's, which is sort of the main table service restaurant there, it's it's so comfy and cozy. And its whole thing, it's basically like a Disney version of a Perkins, but in a fun way. Like, it, it just feels very, like, nice. And, like, they have a bunch of those of, fans. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But they have a bunch of old, like, family photos during the 90s. From, like, DBC up, members right. would actually, like, give them their framed family right. photos. And it's they would probably hang them up there. The, the best non character sit down breakfast in the park. I would yeah, say. you might be right. It is, well, maybe, is maybe, um, a Grand Florian Cafe, but like, Grand, if you're, even if, Grand Floridian Cafe is not that like snooty, but if you think that's maybe a little <laughs> yeah, snooty, this is like yeah. really bringing it. Down. Down they'll, come get, they'll come give you a hug when you walk in. Has one of the best named bars with the gurgling suitcase. <laughs> that's I do like too. that name yeah. a lot. Yeah. I, by the way, I was shocked when we found out just watching a video that that. So like they have that lighthouse, which is like their icon and everything. Apparently, there's a sauna in there. I had no idea. I wonder if it's always been a sauna. Yeah. But that's a new addition. Yeah. But what's funny, too, because we were watching some videos from, like, 1992 or, 90, yeah, when they're, 91. Like 91, when they're trying to sell this thing. And, like, it hasn't, besides for that, they changed the name in 96. Like, it has not changed very yeah, much. Yeah, other, other than the, the name addition. change in the addition from the Commodore house, that that's, like, it. Because Olivia's was there, that that other things, all these things, even those little dolphins that had water coming out of them, like all that <laughs> right, yeah, which they promoted yeah. on a more recent one. And too. you know, the only problem we had with the resort really was the wide, like it is really widespread, and also there's no elevators and we're so, on the third floor. Yeah. So that's a good story. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sure your wife would disagree. But so, go on. Well, uh, yeah. So I mean. Uh, <laughs> So we were in Magic Kingdom, and Abby's, you know, less than two, yeah. and, you know, she's tired and everything, and I get it. She's not being bad, but it's like, we should probably go to bed. So we have a stroller, we have a diaper bag, we have souvenirs and all this stuff, and Chris is like, you know, God bless her, you guys stay, and she meant it to, it wasn't like one of those, those traps. go ahead and stay. Well, I guess you could stay, I'll take Yeah, it wasn't back. one of yeah. those. <laughs> you guys stay, and I will take Abby back. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Forgetting that we're on the third floor of a hotel with no elevator. But, you know, that's beside the point. So Mike and I are at the park. We we're having a time. great old time. Yeah. I think we even went to, like, that side exit of after the fireworks the first, for the first time, you know, like side of Main Street. Yes, yeah. So that was, like, kind of cool and yeah, stuff all like this, that. all this random stuff. So then we, you know, we get on the bus. We go back. Chris is just, like, sitting there, like, furious. <laughs> <laughs> like you will not believe what I had to do. I had all this stuff. I had to wait for a bus forever. I, Abby's crying, freaking out, and then I get finally get to the hotel. I had to go up three flights of stairs holding Abby, the stroller, everything else, all the souvenirs, all, all, all the toys I bought that day, <laughs> all the toys Mikey bought, not for a kid, for himself. No. Yeah, I, I just imagine this picture of like. Crystal holding everything on one <laughs> arm and just our little two-year-old daughter on the other. Oh, my God. I felt so bad. Whoops. But it was pretty great. Uh, she laughs now. Yeah. The room was really nice, too. It is, like, slightly bigger than those two-bedroom villas that a lot of the newer ones even have. Right, yeah, because they had the blessing of a really, you know, space at the yeah. time. This is such a new well, thing. Well, they wanted to make it look good. It, yeah. Right. yeah, and there's, like, like, even that living room feels, like, wider and bigger and brighter somehow. Right. I don't know. It was, it, it was It's funny pleasant. watching those old videos, and they promote the color television. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> but, so, so tell us then about the, the, what, what made you decide, okay, let, let's let's go to, like, one of these pitches. What what, what Let's actually <laughs> So we did after the five, the ten or the half marathon, which Krista was Krista was seven months pregnant at this point. So she did the ten k. She didn't do the half marathon. She wanted to That's and it. signed up for it. And I lost you know some money on that because they're expensive. But I wouldn't let her. She really wanted to, but you know that's a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. So we did that. I've never been more sore and tired in my life. So they get you. Yeah, that's you're at the finish you. line with a DVC booth. Hey, you know be a good idea. So the next thing we had planned after this was the brunch on top of uh, at California, California Grill, Grill, which is where I first did. It. If you've never done this brunch, it's the, it's the greatest amazing. thing ever. I made you guys do, it, but we were so full. I, I poo pooed it a little. You did well. We had so we ate at Art Smith's homecoming the night the before, night before and and an obscenely large. I, meal. I never had a meal that was so filling that I was full for the next day. Right, right. <laughs> then it's like here's all you can eat sushi and skirt steak. And I was like, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I went for. I tried sushi yeah, even good. and I, everything. Huh. So we did that, and we go down to the you know what the fourth floor where everything is, 
um, in the contemporary because you, you got to. I just want to walk Canyon around Concourse, Grand Canyon course, Concourse. <clears throat> and I'm exhausted. I can barely walk. I literally just see a chair because I just ran a half marathon, and I'm you know. I am overweight, so doing that was a was a lot of work. Like, give yourself some credit. You yeah. did run a half marathon. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did. Be nice. I am happy about that. I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I found a chair. I sat down. It happened to be next to a DVC booth. So now they're everywhere, of course. So this guy's just talking to me. He sees I have the medal around my neck, which I'm proudly displaying. <laughs> <laughs> and it basically turns into talking about DVC and the whole. Hey, if you come to uh, our new preview center, which now it was at um, Disney Springs, and they also have one side note at Boardwalk. So those are like the two. When you say Disney did. Springs, you mean at Saratoga? No, di- no, like actually oh, in Disney Springs, not like a preview center, but mm-hmm. like just like not like no, a it's preview like a pre- room. It's like a not preview room, but yeah, not like a center. It's like I their sales place yeah. where they transport you to now. I get you, but it's just on like a regular. It was like a, it was a private, you know, mm-hmm. car or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the incentive, it wasn't the old Hummer though. Yeah. The incentive was you get a $200 gift card just for going and listening. I was like, okay, I can barely walk anyway. Take me somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that sounds like a good deal. You'll drive me? Go yes. on. <laughs> it ended up being pretty costly. <laughs> <laughs> so they take you. And it's cool. So when you're, in, when you're in Disney Springs and you're walking like the shopping areas, there's like those facade second story levels. Well, some of you know, their offices, really. And the, the one spot was just for the DVC like sales pitch stuff. So that's where we got, you know, taken to a little like behind the scenes area. It was kind of cool to be sold DVC. And it was just like the pitch to show us the video and all that. And we kind of get talked into it. And because uh, I, I was always, I didn't want to do it at first just because it is expensive. But if they, they got us down to like 75 points, which is pretty manageable. It's, like I said, it's not a whole lot. And that's kind of why we did it, just because it was a small port range. Port and again, what's, range. what's your home resort? It It, it is a... Uh, um, Grand Floridian, which is a little rough because we'll never be able to stay there with how many points we have. Can you like change it? So no, you can't. That's the other thing. And I didn't know that at the time too. So any, so I I was a little upset about that. I kind of got a little bit of the scummy timeshare vibe out of that because they were selling me on Grand Floridian, knowing I only had seventy five points, and they must have had a reason for pushing that resort. I, I don't know. I think I think that might have been all they had. But yeah, that's true too. Because it, it does book up quick. Because there's a whole secondary market for buying points, buying memberships. It's so confusing. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I like to think that we kind of know our stuff when it comes to Disney. Even talking to you about how you are actually a member, I still don't fully 100% yeah. grasp how all of this works. I think well, I get it, Because I've never truly got it. Sometimes I like ready. I look at it and I'm like, what would this cost? And it's so hard to actually figure out what would it cost. Because there's like a one-time thing, then there's like... So, so the monthly, monthly on. So I have a monthly payment, which is like you know for your actual points that you have, mm-hmm. and every year you have like a dues membership, like dues. membership. Oh, that's dues an annual fee. thing. Still. That's okay. annual every January. It's like five hundred bucks or you know whatever. But can you do you event? Do you ever like pay it off? Of it? So yes, you do pay it off, and then you have it for the lifetime of the contract. And you're just buying the points, and it's like fifty year. No, you like you have it. So then once you pay it off, I don't know, ten grand, twenty grand, whatever. I'm not saying that's what I have or anything. Once you pay it off, you get those points every year still for the lifetime of the contract. Oh wow! Well, like, so, so in theory, like I could win. It, Man, win I really it. hope I'm right about I, that. I, yeah, I was gonna say. So, <laughs> like, I'm saying you're it. saying like I can like get a scratch off, win fifty thousand dollars. I'm just gonna buy a DVC membership outright. Um, I mean, I don't know if they let you buy. I don't see why not. I guess, but to my understanding, I've only had it for a couple of years. To my understanding, mm-hmm. yes, that's what it is. Interesting. It's all confusing. So, and, and <laughs> going back to like your home resort. The, the incentive for having a home resort is you book out 11 months in advance for that one resort. Everything else you can still book, but it's seven months in advance. So you lose like that four-month right. uh, window. Do your, do your points go further at your home resort, or is it this, the points no, at the same value? Same value. So it's really just that window of availability. Just getting that extra. Okay, well, that's yeah. not awful. Yeah, and it, I mean, they do book up. Like, we just booked, and things were – we were originally going to try and stay at Bay Lake Towers, but it, it went by, you know – from the time we were so then we to had to settle for Animal Kingdom. No, Savannah View no. yeah, had to settle. Now, like I probably could do like a deluxe studio at Grand Floridian if it was just Krista and I. Mm-hmm. If we ever want to do a trip, Chris, Krista, do like a family Chris, Krista, trip. you and me. <laughs> <laughs> you get the pull-out couch that comes out of the. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, he ain't gonna complain. <laughs> then you take the kids. Like kids are going to the All-Star Sports Resort. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, I mean, I'm even though I've had it, I'm eighty percent sure everything I said is correct. I could, I could be wrong about some of that. 
AJ, have you ever been tempted? Have you ever looked at any of this? We've talked about it. Um, the financial commitment is a lot. It's a lot. Um, it's something that I, I would like to revisit once you know we're a little more established because we're 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 in house hunting mode right now. Like yeah. you, which you, is a hard. And point. you're you're kind of in your house. You're right. We and had we're the not. House. Yeah. We so were. we knew like that was going to be a, a thing that we didn't want to get tangled up because we're not in our forever home yet, or you know, however you want to put it. Um, but I think, you know, again, once once the kids are older, once we're in that house, once we're like a little more established as far as that all goes, and as long as we're still doing okay, I would like to look into it because, right. I mean, and I, and like you, I mean, we went to Disney every year, if not more. But I think realistically for us, and you know, given my wife's uh, interests and even my kids, we'll probably be at least every other year. And right. so, so it makes sense to, in that regard to just do a point bank and oh, go a point right. bank and exactly, go and and just and just run it like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I I, I do want to get into it. Um, one of the things I was going to ask you about. What are like the other benefits you get for being a DVC member? So you get like ten, you get ten percent all ten percent off all merchandise and food at the resort it for itself, which is really pretty sweet when you're there. You just kind of show your card, um, and you get other other perks like. There's these things called Adventures by Disney, which are ways to use your points for trips outside of Disney World. Right, and aren't that, just like the hotels. So yeah, just they're like Hawaii they're almost like guided tours in like other yeah. countries, you know, stuff I, like that. That was a big thing in that one uh, uh, Disney video with Lumiere from like '93. Right. Yes, yeah. and you always see people horseback riding. Yeah, it's always some horseback riding or looking at some European castle. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, for you, like, you got like a 50 point. I don't know if they go that low, but that would be pretty. Yeah, sweet. but I mean, I looked in like, you know, I, maybe a couple years I'll, I'll, I'll get one because, again, I like to just go every now and then and I'll bring somebody or another. It's right. always fun. If you just get like a deluxe studio with like one bed in a room. Mm-hmm. You know? Talk about, too, there's like different like DVC lounges in the parks and some of the resorts. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. Right? so, yeah, some other incentives are like exclusive places that well, you can go to. We got to go to that lounge that they have at the in the Imagination <laughs> building now, which is kind of by where the old... Um, uh, Imageworks was. Imageworks yep. was. So you go don't up, you, don't like you get free old, soda? Yes. You get free Ooh, soda. There's like, like that. There's some comfy like it's couches weird. and loungers and stuff. They have like some consoles set up for kids to play games, but like that's really cool because you're at the, you know the top of the pyramid. You go up the old stairs mm-hmm. that used to go for Image Works and all that, and it's it's funny. It's literally just walled off like where yeah. the old Rainbow Corridor thing was, and yeah, and where Michael that. Jackson was posing. Yep, bringing it back, black and white. There you go. Except so, it was all, all the colors except that. Yep. So you just flash your fancy DVC. You color. love flashing it, don't you? Boom. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> feel like Mr. Big Shot over That's here. Right. Like Batman pulling up that bat. The bat card. <laughs> a bat credit card. <laughs> so the the other like, and that's more like a family friendly, just kind of lounge to chill at because it's in a theme park. Mm-hmm. The other lounge that is actually like adult beverages and stuff is the top of the world lounge at the uh, top floor of the Bay, Bay Lake, Lake Towers. And that we haven't done yet, so we'll maybe yeah, try and do point. that. We thought we, we, when we were staying at the Bay Lake, we thought we'd do that. Now we're just going to be uh, bumming it up at Sanaa every night, yeah, which is fine no. by me. Oh, no. Well, and it's funny, too. Like, when you hear about those things like, ooh, special lounges and stuff, you kind of thought there'd be a lot more. When I when I got to DC, <laughs> I thought, like, every park would have something or, you know, whatever. This ain't Club 33. No, it's not like that. <laughs> You're paying enough for it. But, uh do you, you don't even yeah it's funny you don't even get Club Thirty Three access with DVC like well, not, not even insane. close. What, what's the thing. cost of that? It's I, like I don't know. A year or something crazy. Uh, it's probably more. It's a whole yeah. Well, all right then. That was really interesting. I appreciate that. Yeah, I Chris. think I covered a lot of a lot of ground. I think I have much else to say. I mean, again, I've only used it one time so far because we've had it. We used one trip. Is that really second. the only time you used it? Was when we yeah. I went with you. I'm no, no. Well, that wasn't even. Oh, uh, that's right. That was. You're right. Yeah. When you went, it was a trip yeah. without you. That's right. Well, I can't believe. How dare you? Well, <laughs> that, well, that was a good trip. Because me and AJ were in uh, Dis- Disneyland around that same time. Now that did they make any accommodation for COVID for you guys? Like, were you like, were people going <laughs> to lose points or anything? No. I, I, well, it worked out for us because we weren't using them at the time anyway. But like, I could imagine where someone had like. Bank points for 2020, right? And then, like, couldn't go in 2020 or 21. Right? Like, you had to kind of call them and then they'll yeah, do something for I'm you. I'm sure they hope they helped you out. What's funny is I actually got screwed over a little bit and, like, not even the opposite of helping. So, like, before when you would borrow your points, you could borrow your full amount of points you have. So, for me, 75. But there's currently like a restriction you can only do 50% of your following year to borrow. So, like, huh. I can only borrow, you know. Just what thirty eight and a half points, yeah. or whatever it is. 
So that, you know, kind of sucked. But I guess now Chris and I could take like a couple day, a weekend trip studio there you go. the following use, year. Use it or lose it. As so the, one, the only other time I used my DVC, we combined it with, uh, with Dan and, and Becky when we went to that deluxe two-story villa uh, with them. And at back Animal Kingdom Lodge. That was sweet. Bet. That was Savannah View, like the two-story villa and everything. You're that feeling that like something. the McAllisters at the end of Home Alone. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that, that was probably the night. It was the nicest hotel room I've ever stayed one, in. One would hope. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. That was a good trip. All right. That's going to do it. Guys, next month is the third year anniversary that, of really? 90s Disney. Three That's years insane. of this ridiculousness. Can you believe it? Look at that. We've so done a good we job. still do this late at night. Yeah. Someday we'll do what's, it early. What's wrong with us? <laughs> well, well, you reset us. You have the new baby. Yeah. I figured you guys would be like, hey, maybe we could do this early for him this month. No, yeah. we're here at like midnight. What time? 11-11. Okay, not too Look, the, the case of this coming out the smoker, so you okay, can't leave yeah. yet, too. Can't argue that. But, so, um, we're, 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 we, we're, 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 we have some ideas in the pipe for what we might do. I'm waiting to confirm some stuff, so I'm not going to mm. say what the mm. next episode is yet. Mm. But you'll find out. Hopefully, we have some other surprises to announce later on, too. Yes, yes. Some, Something some big. Things, some fun things happening. Yes. And then uh, on top of that, we also have a really cool idea for a bonus episode this month. Uh, Cocktail. Oh, is that this month? Yeah. Co- Cocktail mix-up. Yeah, baby. Around, around the fire. So we, uh, we're going to try something new. We're going to record an episode out by Chris's very cool outdoor fire pit in his backyard. Yes, yes. Each of us is going to pick our favorite Disney cocktail, You know, prepare three of them. We're going to talk about how they're made. Uh, share them, review them in real time. This is a rum and coke. You put rum and coke in it. <laughs> Chris is even going to buy rum and coke. He's just going to buy that Jack Daniels in a can already. <laughs> they sell this somewhere. They sell this, right? <laughs> so, if, um, and I'll tell you what, I'm feeling generous. Wow. I will take suggestions. Ooh. I'm not saying it's going to be a vote. It's just going to be the one that appeals to me personally the most. If you want us to make your cocktail. Send it to 90sDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. Mm. Whoa. I will take all takers. This is cool because we may learn some that we may. Never yeah, had. I, I might pick something I've never had before. And we'll be like, okay, let's try to make it and see what it's like. So if you have a favorite Disney cocktail, either email, hit us up on Twitter, let us know. I'm making attempting tigers. I'm not know, thinking yeah, any suggestions. I know what Mike's making. I know, I, that, uh, when I had to say it, was like, well, Mike's got to find Tamarind syrup. So that's your I'll, I'll that's find your it homework. or make it. I think you should get it on Amazon. So yeah, so we're, that, that means we'll have four cocktails to try for this episode. Four? Three oh, that's a the bonus. Yeah, oh, okay. a bonus. I thought that was like yours. No, 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 no. Gotcha. This episode's going to get weird by the end. <laughs> oh, it's going to get better as it goes. It's going to be great. The nice crackle of a so, fire in so the So look forward to that and look to all of our past shows, including our most recent episode on... Um, uh, Disney, Disneyland Park. Paris. Yeah, Disneyland Paris. God, Euro right. Disneyland. Euro Disney, which... Mm. Uh, has been doing very well in the numbers, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Everyone, 30th everyone anniversary helps. Yeah, it always helps. So, uh, you know, be sure to go to 90sDisney.com to check out past, present, and future episodes of the show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook and uh, participate in our Spotify polls. And we do have an email to read this month. Oh. Ooh. So let me go ahead and pull that up because oh I'm a professional who's prepared. You know, I still got my <laughs> Christmas tree to burn, so that'll be fun. Oh, there you go. Be <laughs> oh, nice. That, get the flames going. This comes... From Isaac Clark, who emailed us at 90sDisneyPodcast at gmail.com. He says, Hi, Minotti Brothers. My name is Isaac, and I'm a longtime fan of Mike and Jeff Grubb's Games Beat the Sides oh. and Last of the Nintendo's podcast. Hey. About time one of your fans jumped ship they, over here. They, they listen. They know. <laughs> and I thought I'd give 90s Disney a shot when I saw that you all did an interview with the directors of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Let me just say that I love the pod and have since binged other episodes. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. He continues, for a long time, I've been kind of jaded against Disney, having <gasps> viewed the company through a skeptical lens ever since <gasps> a cousin of mine, yes. who was one of the guys in the goofy costume Magic Kingdom for a year, reported a bad work environment that matched other complaints oh, no. that I'd seen from employees in the news around that time. Since then, many years have passed. This, this, this with, is why I'm glad I actually never worked for Disney. Right. I don't want to see other <laughs> sausages made. Yeah. Since then, many years have passed, and with me largely ignoring Disney's work. That said, your podcast has reinvigorated my interest Excellent. in their stuff, and my fiance and I have recently been going back and rewatching all our favorites from the 90s and early aughts. They're all awesome. It's been a ton of fun, and your podcast is a thank for that renewed interest. Keep it up, and all the best to y'all. Cheers from Tennessee, Isaac Clark. P.S. I totally understand this doesn't fall under your podcast purview, but I'd love to have an episode on the Disney distributed Ghibli movies. 
Ghibli movies. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It, it's rough because, so one thing, they don't even distribute them anymore. Yeah, that's that might be a fun point five sometime because I mm. love Studio yes, Ghibli. Yes, I had a big I, phase with that. I, I, yeah, I, I create AJ over there. I have the, a, 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 draw, a painting one of my friends did of like the train tracks of Spirit Away. Those are some of my favorite animated movies ever. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, every time I go now uh, at the at that store in, in Japan in Epcot, right. they, they have a bunch of Studio Ghibli merchandise, but they also have these pins. So I get one for one of the movies each time and I've got um, Porco Rosso and uh, Spirit Away so far. Very nice. I, I love those pins. He said, Tennessee, I'm going there for 4th of July this year in 10 Mile. What are you, what are you doing that? For? What, what? We're going with Chris's family. Oh, it'll be fun. Yeah, big cabin. I guess I'm guess I'm hanging out with you for 4th of July, Edgar. Oh, boy. Ho- hopefully oh, we had fun the last time you came did, over. Actually, yeah. Hopefully all these game be- games beat the size people will see that you're the worst Minotti. Wow. They do That's say right. that sometimes. Now they know. <laughs> they know. They, yeah, I think they agree with you're you. You're just always angry. That's why people like you. And, of course, I should throw out uh, the results of our poll from the Euro Disney episode yes, on Spotify. Uh, what unique Disneyland Paris attraction do you wish would come to America? Uh, Les Mystères de Nautilus got no votes. I did that. It was okay. 12% of the vote went to Indiana Jones et le Temple de Paris. Yeah, it it's awful. pretty bad if an Indiana Jones ride is that low, which gives you an idea of how bad the ride is. is. Eh. How non-spectacular. 38% of the vote went to La Tinere du Dragon, what? or the Dragon's Lair. That is great. And it's not really much of a ride, but it, it is awesome. And then 50% of the vote, no surprise here, went to Space Mountain de la Terre on the moon. No, Cinemagic. The heck? That's not magic Disneyland rule. Paris. That's in the studios park. Oh, sorry. Apparently, they it, it couldn't come to the states because of like rights things with the films. Nah, interesting. Yes, yes. It was a good movie though. We, we you guys, you guys <laughs> yeah. love just watching it. Go watch that YouTube. It's fantastic. <laughs> I was enthralled. All right, buddy. We're gonna get out of here. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.